You're tuned in to The Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconato. Welcome to The Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. We're so thankful you tuned in on this Friday. It is the 12th of January. We're in this new year, new season. And uh, listen, we're going to have to be stronger than ever before in our faith in Jesus Christ. That's going to be the theme of the messages that I speak over the course of this weekend, Friday at the RRC and then Sunday service. Uh, but I want to talk about something, and I'm not trying to scare you. It's, it's God has been putting on my heart to prepare you know, we talked about 24 being a year of war and roar, W-A-R and uh, R-O-A-R, war and roar. And uh, it is. It is a year of war and roar. I mean, we're already seeing uh, escalations in the Middle East. Uh, I think it was just yesterday that there were um, some bombings that took place, uh, U.S. forces and British forces bombing Houthi positions after the Houthis have been targeting U.S. vessels in that part of the world and U.S. bases, uh, and the embassy, I believe, in Iraq was also hit, supposedly. So there's a lot of wars and rumors of wars. Of course, we still have the situation going on in Ukraine, and uh, it is a tense time. It's a tense time politically here in the United States. There's a lot of division. I think that's manufactured division. It's part of their strategy to get us uh, against each other. There's censorship of voices like myself, and even more than just censorship, they actually come after people like myself and try to destroy us. And you know, that's not going to happen, by the way. Uh, but the thing is, they do everything they can. Thank God that we are on the side of the Lord. We're on the winning team and we have the protection of heavenly hosts and armies of angels and people like you that are intercessors that pray for us. But please pray for us because I've noticed that the spiritual warfare level is pretty intense going into this year already. And it's only just begun. And uh, I'm going to talk about a coming big event. You may have heard me mention it a little bit. Uh, but I really feel strongly that I'm supposed to warn about this. Now, I have not been given the prophetic insight to understand what the event is. So I'm just going to tell you that right off the bat. I don't know. I can speculate in my flesh. I can say maybe it's a big cyber attack. Uh, maybe it's some type of a bomb that goes off. Who knows? I don't know. Okay. All I know is in my spirit, I feel strongly to warn against a coming big event. And when the event comes, this is why I'm putting out the warning. When the event comes, we need to be unshakable. And so right now, in our prayer time, in our time where we get in the word, in our time where we spend time with the Lord, we have to solidify. We have to, to fortify our positions. When you're in a war, you fortify. Let me read a little bit about what fortification means in a war scenario. So in a war scenario, fortification refers to the act of building defenses, these would be military defenses to protect a location against the enemy's attacks. Now, these fortifications can take various forms and serve several strategic purposes. Let's, let's think about this. There's the physical structures. This includes constructing walls, trenches, bunkers, forts, and barriers. And these structures are designed to withstand attacks, provide cover for the troops, and to create obstacles for the advancing enemy forces. Now, here's another part of this. Very important strategic positioning fortifications often strategically placed at vital points they're they're placed at vital points such as borders coastlines or around important cities or facilities to control key areas and prevent 
enemy movement. In other words, to prevent the enemy's ability to move. Then there's defense enhancement. This is important. Fortifications enhance a defense a defensive position's strength, making it more difficult for the enemy to capture or destroy. They provide a stronghold from which troops can defend themselves and launch counterattacks. Then there's what's called force protection. Force protection is beyond direct combat. Uh, combat. Fortifications protect troops, supplies, and equipment from the enemy fire and other combat hazards. So you can think about this in, in the terms of what we're dealing with in the spiritual war in our country. Then there's, the, this is very important, psychological impact. And, and you better believe the enemy is going after psychological impact on us as believers who are in a spiritual war. The psychological impact is this. Fortifications can also have a psychological impact boosting the morale of the defending troops while potentially intimidating or demoralizing the attacking enemy. So fortifications have played crucial roles in warfare, shaping the strategies and outcomes of many battles and theaters of war. Now, let's talk about this same thing, fortification from a spiritual sense. In a spiritual context, fortification refers to the strengthening of one's faith, spirit, moral resolve, often in preparation for or in response to challenges, temptations, and spiritual battles. And this concept, while not necessarily using the term fortification explicitly, is woven throughout the scripture. And in Christianity, it is uh, spiritual fortification involves several key aspects. Let's, let's talk about this from a spiritual standpoint, from a Christian perspective. It, it, number one, strengthening our faith. This includes deepening one's understanding and trust in the biblical teachings and principles. We've got to know the word. We've got to be in the word. We've got to study the word. If we don't know the word, we are ill-equipped. This is what we're finding with a lot of folks is they're ill-equipped, friends. They are not battle-ready and that's because they have not been in the word. And so that's where the deception comes in because they don't know the word good enough and they're more easily deceived because of that. Then there's the moral and ethical development, developing the virtues, the morality from a biblical standpoint, the fruit of the spirit, such as patience, kindness, integrity, self-control, which help very much so in resisting temptations and making biblical decisions, decisions that will please God not decisions that will hurt us in open doors. Then there's the support of the community. We have to engage with a community of faith. That's why we have the Remnant Core Group. Okay, you can find that online. Uh, if you go on a Facebook and you go searching groups, Remnant Core Group. And also, by the way, we have the app that's going to be coming out that's going to that's have essentially the same function of groups eventually. It's not there yet. Uh, community of faith for mutual encouragement, support, and accountability. Mm. This can be through a church, online, in person, small groups, special mentorship, things like that. Okay. Very important to have community around you. That's why we're building the Underground Railroad for the Remnant. We are anticipating and we feel it in our spirit that in the days, months, years ahead, we as Christians need to have community. Very important. You need to have community. Don't do this alone. You've got to have like-minded folks that understand the battle that we're in. Okay, then you got spiritual practices. Number four, engaging in practices like prayer, fasting, going into the secret place, worship, 
These practices help cultivate a connection with the divine, the God of heaven and earth. And this builds our inner strength because we rely, we have reliance on God. He is our source. He is our present help in time of need. Then there's this very important, the armor in Christianity. This concept is outlined in Ephesians 6, where believers are encouraged to put on spiritual armor, including truth, righteousness, peace, faith, salvation, and the word of God to stand against these spiritual challenges, which we know the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in the spirit of God for the pulling down of strongholds. And what are they? The battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. Then there's number six, seeking divine guidance and assistance. We have the Holy Spirit who we can inquire of, recognizing the importance of this divine help in overcoming the spiritual challenges, the warfare, and seeking the guidance through the Holy Spirit in prayer and in the time in the secret place. Again, going to the Lord and asking him, my sheep hear my voice. Then there's number seven, emotional mental resilience. We've got to develop the emotional and mental resilience to handle the challenges without losing hope or faith. This is important. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. So when you look at it from a battle standpoint, this is where we are at spiritually. Listen, it's not pleasant for me to have to speak about these things because this, this really weighs in. This really weighs in on me, the heaviness of what I'm saying because I realize I'm basically sitting here warning there's about to be some major issues that, that are coming up in this year that we're going to have to deal with and it's going gonna, it's gonna to rock us. Now, I don't believe you're going to be moved. You're like the tree that's planted by the water. I don't believe I'm going to be moved because God is giving us this time to fortify. This is a time of fortification. We are preparing for war. Yeah, I don't say that lightly. We're preparing for war. And when you know that the war is coming and the Lord is giving you ample um, preparation time, you need to take the warning seriously, okay? Does not mean to fear. Fear is not an option right now. We know anytime fear comes in, it's not of God. He says, what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. So God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He says, don't be conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, die to your flesh daily. He wants total reliance on him. Somebody needs to get that. You've been trying to rely on your own strength and it's not cutting it. Well, of course not. It's not going to. You've got to get into the, the ability in your mind to discipline yourself to have reliance on the greater being, the greatest being of all time, the, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the creator of all things, heaven and earth, the God of heaven and earth. Total reliance. Lord, I trust you. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I know you're going to be with me. This situation looks grim but I know you are with me until the end of the age. You are working this out. You are going before me. You are making a way where it seems like there's no way. You are turning what's evil around for good. I put my faith in you. I put my trust in you. It is you in whom I trust. Greater are you that is in me than he that is in the world. I am only passing through in this world. I'm in it, but I'm not of it. You see, we, we flip the script on the devil. 
We turn around his fear-mongering because that's where he has power. He has power in fear. So we have to be like a Daniel son. Remember, wax on, wax off. You know, it's the karate kid if you're not old enough to know that. Uh, wax on, wax off. Discipline. Discipline your mind now to understand that we're not always going to have an answer. And in our human ability, we're not going to have the strength. But in God, he is our refuge and our very present help in time of need. We are a royal priesthood, a holy generation. God is going to give us everything we need, just like he did for the children of Israel. When he, when he, when he parted the Red Sea and the, and the armies of Egypt were behind them, just like he did with David when he had the smooth stone that took down Goliath. He is with us equally. The same God that has been with you, that has taken you this far, that has got you through difficult times in your life, but here you are, you're still here. And he is going to be with you. But this is a time of fortification and sanctification. Fortification and sanctification. We are now in this time. Fortify your fort. Fortify your home. Fortify your marriage. Fortify. Strengthen your position now. This is a word from the Lord. I don't say that often, but this is a word from the Lord. Strengthen your position now. This is a warning. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, Will Robinson. This is a warning. The warning is going out now to the body of Christ. Do you have the ears to hear? I am not here to put fear in your heart. You're going to be okay. You're going to make it through, but it's going to get turbulent. And the Lord is warning us that between now and the election, if it happens, the election in November, there is going to be, there might be multiple events, but I believe, now what is an event? What do you mean an event, Pastor Todd? Okay, uh, George Floyd, that was an event. Charlottesville, that was an event. January 6th, that was an event. 9-11, 2001, that was an event. Okay, these are events. And, and we have to understand there's powers that be behind the scenes that sometimes, just like the Gulf of Tonkin, orchestrate things called false flags. Are they all false flags? I'm not saying that. You have to ask the Lord that. I'm not saying that, okay? What I'm saying is some of them are. There's something called wag the dog. Look into it. Wag the dog. And, and look into the Gulf of Tonkin incident before Vietnam. Okay? Uh, there, there are times in our history that the Lord has now given us references. Okay? Another big event was the assassination of JFK. Uh, what about all the stuff that we've seen Donald Trump go through? The raid at Mar-a-Lago. These are events. They're large-scale events that are then talked about for months and months. They suck up the news narrative, you know, all of the talking heads for weeks and sometimes months and sometimes longer. The Russian hoax, that was an event. The Ukraine phone call, that was an event. Okay, these are events, and we have to understand this. You say, no, that can't be. They just happen. There's nobody that's orchestrating that. Well, you pray about that. You go to the Holy Spirit. You don't have to take my word for it. Go to the Holy Spirit and you ask the Holy Spirit if what I'm saying has any substance. And if it doesn't, throw it right out. 
that if the Holy Spirit speaks to you, listen to this preacher. This is the preacher in the modern era. Okay, this is, this is the preacher. You know, you, you, you hear about voices like David Wilkerson. He was ahead of his time, David Wilkerson. He was ahead of his time. He was warning. And so I want to play right now a warning from David Wilkerson. And I think that it's going to give you a prophetic insight of when a watchman issues a warning, what it sounds like. And then we're going to wrap up the program. But I want you to hear this, this from David Wilkerson when he issued a warning that the Lord had given him prophetically. Let's listen to it. God gave me this past day, fat past few days. Uh, the whole world knows what is happening here in the United States. We're in a worst crisis in our history. Uh, and the people everywhere, especially in New York City, where the crisis hangs so heavy overheads, there is a great fear. I was told that in the stock market, after it closes, uh, men are collapsing and falling down in fear. And it's not just an American problem. It's a European problem. It's worldwide. God is doing what he warned us he would do when sins have mounted up into heaven. And that's that he would shake everything that can be shaken. And the whole world is shaking now with an economic meltdown. And it's going to get so frightening that not one of us will be unaffected. We're all going to be affected. Every minister, every family, Christians and unbelievers alike. We're all going to feel and see things that are terrifying. And many are going to have their faith shaken. Many are going to abandon their faith. Even when Jesus walked the earth, when hard message came, when hard times came, and he saw many leave him. He said, many, the Bible says, many forsook him. And he turned to his disciples and he said, will you forsake me also? Now, everywhere I go, I hear people saying, is there a word? What's going to happen next? What is God saying? And I want you to know what I believe God's speaking to my own heart, especially last night as walking and talking with him. I went to the word of God because the only word is from the word itself, from God. There's no economist, there's no evangelist, there's no one that can give us the answers. We have to go to the word, we have to go to the Father. And in 1 Samuel, 30th chapter, I was, I was moved by the story of David and his 600-man army. They came upon over the hill toward Ziklag, their home base. And it was in ruins. The f fire had destroyed the city. His wives, all the wives, the children were all taken captive by Amalekites. And the Bible says that David and his men wept. David was deeply distressed. And his men wept all day and probably through most of the night until they said there were no more tears. Now, let me tell you that you and I, the godliest person hearing my voice, I don't care how famous you may be. I don't care who you may be. When you first see these frightening things come on the earth, there will be that first flash of fear and terror. I picked up 
one of our national magazines this a few days ago and it had a picture of the world a man representing the world on the brink of falling into a chasm and it said the headlines were the world is collapsing and it's in the headlines a great worldwide depression and the first impact when i read that i had a trembling inside i said god so quick so sudden how did this happen even though many of us prophesied about it for years and when it comes and you see it it's so overwhelming and david the bible said no no let me let me say this if if you were to say i'm not afraid then you really don't understand the situation it's that first flash of fear there's a time for weeping and god understands that and many of you listening to me now the question is where does this end where does it take it what about the church and its future bible says david wept until there was no tears left but then came a time there comes a time there is a time for weeping there is a time that we will tremble but god understands that and then there comes a time to fight david stood up no more questions and the bible said he encouraged himself in the lord and we have come to a time where every man every woman has to get their own word from god you can't get it from some great voice you can't get it from someone you think is holier than you you have to get alone with god david got alone and the bible said he encouraged himself and you'll hear the voices but you have to get your own word as david did i have to get my own word i have to shut myself in with god and with this book and let the lord speak encouragement to me folks it doesn't matter who prophesied what and when that's all in the past that doesn't matter and you'll hear a lot of prophetic voices saying uh, good days are just ahead no we're in that time now that Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Hosea and all the prophets said the day of God's vengeance and recompense upon the wicked but the prophet Isaiah said but you are safe this is not about God's people now even though he's purging his church this is about having a word from God if you're a pastor your congregation like our congregation coming to church in every service what is God saying what is the word now David had 600 men that couldn't get a word they didn't know how but there are those who have walked with Jesus and know that the answer is here and they have to come to the people now with a word of hope a word of encouragement david had the priest of biathar a biathar couldn't help him he had wise men some of the wisest men in the world in his little army they couldn't help him comes a time nobody can help you nobody give you a word but david said to biathar bring me the ephod God spoke through the ephod in those days and he got a word from the Lord not from a pastor not from anyone else but he got a word of encouragement God said yes I'm going to bring you through there's going to be a recovery
you're going to know my hand for protection. Now, either this word is true, and I, I was walking, and I'm going to close in just a moment, but I don't want to take a lot of your time. I was walking with the Lord last night, and the Lord said, uh, David, you've, you've preached for 55 years around the world about how God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt and through the Red Sea, and about uh, the fiery furnace and Hebrew children being delivered. You talk about Daniel being delivered from the lion's den. You talk about all these deliverance for 55 years. Now you're facing a test of faith like you've never known it. Was that mockery? Did you as a minister of the gospel say all this for 55 years and now it doesn't work for you? And, and I began to see that the mockers and the scoffers that are coming in the last days will come, some, many from the church itself. Scoffing at the word, giving up on the word because they, they are, they, they don't turn to God. They get bitter against God and that's going to happen. But where are those Davids that will stand up with the word of God? They've been tested. I have been tested. I've been tested in my family. Cancer. Uh, all kinds of attacks out of hell. But now God is at work. God is, this is God's doing. By, I believe the Bible says God has everything under control. They, these, God said, don't mock me now. Don't scoff at my word. Stand. I've given you this word. God is going to see his church through. I hear people say, well, we're all in the same boat. No, we're not. Well, we're in a boat all right as Christians, but it's called the ark. It's the ark of safety. And God is going to ride his people through this storm. It may be difficult. The boat may shake. And there'll be storms and lightning and thunder. But God keeps his word. God has everything under control. And I ask you as a congregation of ministers and wise to stand to your feet and lift your hands and thank God for his faithfulness. He's going to see his church through. There's going to be a moving of the spirit. God is going to bring those. He's going to awaken many, many multitudes. He's going to awaken those who have been cold and indifferent. He's going to pour his spirit out in the midst of all of this. Lift your hands. Stand, lift your hands. And thank God for his promises. And ask God to strengthen your faith. To give you a word so that you can stand before your family. You can stand before your friends. You can stand as David did. The whole army of 600 men rose up on one man's faith. Let that be you. God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the presence of the Lord right now very strong. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, if you heard that word and you were not moved, I have to question your ability to hear because that is a clarion call. That's what's called a clarion call to the body of Christ. And, and we've got to heed it, friends. 
We've got to heed it. We have to understand where we are. Now, God is going to be with us. We are in an ark. We're in the boat. We're in a place of safety because the Lord is with us. He is in the boat. Jesus is in the boat. But the deal is, our, we've got to understand now, our faith cannot be shaken from what's to come. Do not be shaken. Do not be moved by what the devil tries to pull in the days and months ahead. Stand on the foundation that you have built your home and your family's home on, the solid rock of Jesus Christ. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. Hallelujah. Will you fortify in your faith? Will you heed the warning of the Lord? You will not be touched. Your house will not be touched, but there will be a shaking that's coming. I believe in the form of several events, but particularly one big event that the Lord has put on my heart. Will you heed this warning and make sure that you and your family are unshakable in your faith? Will you make the commitment now to the Lord? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this warning. You say that you do not let anything happen without letting your prophets know. And I believe you're giving us a warning in the body of Christ right now to fortify our positions and get ready for war. But Lord, you're going to be with us. We're not going to be touched. However, it is going to get turbulent. And so I thank you that fear will not have a place in our walk. We will stand as the word of God says. We will put our faith and trust in you. You are our God. You are the potter, we're the clay. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray blessings and favor over you. It's going to be a good service tonight at the RRC. Get ready, get ready, get ready. We love you. Again, if your takeaway from today is fear, you're not hearing what the Lord is saying. He's saying he's going to be with you. He's saying just to fortify. Fortify your position right now. Make sure that there's no loophole. Make sure that there's no exit strategy in your faith. We're in this for the long haul. We're not going anywhere. Hallelujah. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you're a Christian, if you haven't accepted Jesus, do it today. Get on your knees right now and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for sending your son, Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord, and be my Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are Lord. Hallelujah. If you just made that commitment today, write us at pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org. We love you. We bless you. We'll see you for Sunday service and Friday night, just in a few hours here at the RRC. God bless. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast of the Todd Coconado Show. So thankful that you've tuned in. We are fully listener supported, which means that you, the partners of this ministry, are what keeps us going. If you find value in the work that we're doing, please pray about becoming a monthly partner. We need your support. You can go to pastortodd.org or toddcoconado.com slash give. We love you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Our mission is to know him and to make him known. God bless.